Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. I hope you find yourself in the right frame of mind, focusing on the things within your control. And if not, get back to the basics and see what you can do right now going forward. So today's episode is frustration begins where knowledge ends. So think about all those times that you become frustrated where things are not going as expected, that it makes you annoyed and angry at not being able to do things correctly. This could result in wanting to figure out what's going on. How can I get better at what I'm doing? Or it might go in the complete opposite direction where you might say, forget this, I'm going to move on to something else. It's not worth my time. We all experience frustration throughout our lives And how we handle it can be critical turning points in deciding to move forward in our pursuit or wanting to retreat to safety. Most of the time, retreating to safety is not going to benefit you. It could be a temporary solution to help you figure things out, but staying there is not going to make you stronger. Frustration is there to trigger an emotional response where it causes us to want to act to what we're facing. We can choose to let those negative emotions of disappointment and sadness get to us where we decide to go with what's easier. Or it can be a motivator to help us seek change and growth. Either side of frustration is when we become uncomfortable. And this is done because it's trying to wake us up to the fact that we need to be better. Frustration comes down to when we lack the knowledge, skills, or resources to execute our objective, our goals. Whatever it is that we're striving for, in our heads, we like to play things out almost in absolutes, where it's either it's all gonna play out smoothly or it's gonna be a miserable experience filled with so many letdowns. Now, if you're thinking that things will be a disaster, then one of the obvious choices is to not even do it at all. That kind of saves you from all the headache of going through that process. But if you decide to go through with it anyway, and you're still having those negative thoughts, you're already setting yourself up to not give your best. It's almost as if you're looking for all those reasons for why things are not going to work out. But if you expect things to just go smoothly, then that is also going to set you up for a bigger surprise of disappointment, which can also be difficult to navigate through. So by being able to have that balance between the two of that optimism and pessimism, you can combine them to give you a sense of what you may expect that acclimates you to when frustration does kick in. So frustration begins when knowledge ends. That we don't have the answers to the problem or the situation that we're currently facing. We want to resolve things immediately and when we don't, it triggers that feeling of not being enough. The longer it takes us to resolve what is annoying us, the more daunting it feels, like it's weighing on us mentally. That's that competitive side wanting to get back up and figure out a way. So a simple example would be, I want to perform as well as those athletes I see on TV, where I envision myself having that same type of success. And then when I go out and do not perform as what I saw, it's natural for me to become frustrated. But how can I expect to succeed at the level that I saw them 
where I might be lacking the player's knowledge. So I don't know what training regimen they were on or what exercises they've done to mentally, to mentally prepare themselves for what they positioned themselves for. I'm only seeing the final product, all that allure that attracts me to what they did, wanting to emulate them. So once that frustration kind of settles down and I'm more into that evaluation mode, there could be a tendency to ask myself, what do I need to do to get at where I want to be? What knowledge or resources do I need so I can close the gap from where I am now to where I want to be? Being able to ask yourself these types of questions is going to be crucial to get past that frustration. The first step in anything is being able to recognize what's going on. Having that objective view where you can find the truth instead of trying to justify your actions. In finding the truth, it's going to be very important not to let those emotions get in the way of evaluating things properly. So this means not watering things down so it eases the pain, but also not being overly critical where it makes you timid going forward. Sometimes we can find ourselves in a situation to protect our confidence or, or ego. We might say, I did do that right. So why am I not getting the results that I expected when really we got to come to ask ourselves, did I really do that correctly? Did I do everything in my power to execute with excellence? What we're going to realize over time is that there's always going to be room for us to get better. That good is not just good enough. That we need to consistently be making progress. When we can get to this type of thinking, frustration will still be present, but it's going to be a lot more manageable where it's not going to dissuade us from wanting to retreat to safety. Embracing this outlook is going to continuously be seeking for more and more knowledge to the point where you enjoy it, that it becomes about growing and not so much about the end result. This breaks free from that thinking that the destination is it. But it's always about improving ourselves. This is only going to increase your confidence going forward because each time you hit a wall and you become frustrated that things are not unfolding in a certain way, you have experienced enough frustration that it only becomes a motivator to you. That it forces you to be more resourceful, to find a way to climb that wall, break through it, or maybe just go around it. So let's start to look at some ways that we can be able to withstand that frustration so we can overcome what we're facing. Probably one of the first things that you're going to ask yourself is, what's wrong? Why are things not happening as expected? It's very natural to want to find an excuse or blame others for what's going on. That the lack of results is because they're not understanding or following what you want. If those thoughts happen across your mind, that means that anything you do is irrelevant. So that means you don't have the power to do anything about it. Instead of blaming and finding excuses, make it a point to say, that was my fault. That was on me that I came up short because that shows that I can do something about it going forward. If it's in the hands of somebody else, you become powerless to affect the outcome. The more that you're able to find out how you can improve, the more accountable you hold yourself. And that's the starting point in reflecting instead of deflecting. After you experience this initial motion of annoyance or anger, make sure to get through your session. 
Avoid immediately quitting at the first sign of things not working out correctly. It's okay to fumble through some things, but make sure to correct things in whatever way you can. Keep going forward, even if it's just making small improvements here and there. This might require you to just take a step back and evaluate things to see what is the first thing that I can do right now to make this go a little bit smoother. It could be that you actually slow it down where you take those baby steps of actually walking things through. Focusing on the fundamentals helps ensure that you can do things better each time. This could be a homework assignment, a work project, or, or sports in general where you break things down in its simplest form so it does not look like one big obstacle to overcome. Think of it as a puzzle. Some puzzles only have a few pieces, while some have hundreds or thousands of pieces. But the concept is still the same. It's one piece at a time. And the main difference between the puzzles with a few pieces and those with thousands of pieces is that it just requires patience and the ability to sort through so many different shapes and pictures on each piece. The next thing that's needed when you're experiencing frustration is patience. This is actually the antidote to frustration because it helps bring those emotions back down to where it's not running your way of thinking that's going to make you act in an erratic way. What patience gives you is the time to figure things out where you understand that the moment that you're feeling right now is not the end and it's just a moment in time. If you actually kept a scorecard of all the things that you were sad or angry or disappointed about, you might be surprised at how often you experienced it. But you've probably forgotten about most of them. Maybe only a few of them actually resonated with you. But for the most part, they become irrelevant months and years later down the line. We might get disappointed if we didn't have our favorite foods on a certain day. Or if the item that you wanted to buy for, for so long hasn't been available. Or the time that you spilled a drink on one of your shirts. All of these little things that we might have gotten flustered about are largely not important, so we shouldn't just let a little moment in time dictate our perspective going forward. Now this is different from some pivotal moments that we have that can change the course of our lives, but for the most part, frustration is going to pass. Patience is going to help you see things through, and it's going to give you enough time to find that information, that knowledge that you really need to close the gap on what you're lacking. We're not born knowing, so it takes time to find what it is that we're looking for. Sometimes it can be relatively quick to find the information you need, and other times it's gonna take a while. And when you can find that right knowledge that fits you, it can feel very invigorating, where you gain so much more confidence and even enthusiasm for how you're gonna go about things going forward that you can use your experience of what you did wrong and combine that with how to do things right and say, I know what to avoid for the next time and do this instead. Sometimes the mistakes that we make are merely just tearing down walls of being timid and it gives us a greater perspective that builds that resilience. Take that initiative to gather that knowledge because it's a powerful force that will determine how well you execute. There is a price to pay when seeking that knowledge because it requires time and commitment, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to open you up to a whole new world of resourcefulness that gives you the confidence that you can pursue new things even when you lack the knowledge. 
that it just means that you've been down this road of unknown and you'll work to figure out what information you need to get yourself going. We grow when we're pushed to our limits and when we can stretch ourselves past what we think we can, we come to find out that we're capable of so much more. The process can be long and difficult at times, but it just means that it's furthering your desire to learn. So start by looking and searching for whatever knowledge is going to empower you. We have so much more information at our disposal than ever before. And it just requires a little bit of figuring out what questions to ask ourselves, such as what information do I need so I can execute at a high level or at least to get me going. Ask those around you. Ask people who are on that same path that you're on or who've been on that path before. They'll be able to point you in the right direction and offer great advice on what worked for them and what didn't. It's almost like getting months and years of experience in a condensed version to save you time from having experienced certain hardships, but also to speed up the process so you can reach new heights. That knowledge that you need is not going to come and find you, so you got to make it a priority to, by all means, find as much useful information as you can and apply it so you can be more effective. There is also a price to pay in not finding the knowledge, which is missed opportunities that is more costly because it means wondering what could have been. This could lead to possibly living in the past. And what this leads to over long periods of time is frustration with yourself, whether you know it or not. That frustration is going to spill over into different parts of your life where maybe you're mad at everybody, mad at the world, looking for reasons why you can't catch a break. When frustration leads the way, it clouds us from being able to find effective solutions where every single problem that is faced is seen as a nail and the only action that is known is to hit it like a hammer. And what we'll come to find out is that our problems are not a one-size-fits-all where if you do things only with brute force or only using the tools you're familiar with, you limit the outcomes that are possible. Sometimes it can feel that frustration is not worth it but that's only in the short term. It's trying to trick you into thinking that it's much better to be comfortable in that state of everything is fine. But what is forgotten is being comfortable is when weakness sets in. Think about if I'm mostly sit on the couch and just watch TV. Over time, my body's going to get weak. My bones are going to lose its density. My muscles going to lose its mass. So from a physical standpoint, I'm getting weaker. The negative side of frustration is that it wants you to only be in that comfortable state where you're just sitting on the couch, distracting you from making progress in your life. So if this happens to cross your mind where you say, you know what, I'm going to give in to frustration and not do what's difficult. Remind yourself that is a road to becoming weak. Instead, see what is difficult as short-term pain to get to a new level of resiliency. Once you acquire the knowledge that you need to make progress and things are still not coming together as you expected, you got to know that it takes time to go from the theory stage to the practical stage. If we remember from learned behaviors, we learn our behaviors through cognitive learning and habitual learning. In the state of using that information that you gain, it's about cognitive learning where you're trying to figure out how exactly you're going to do it. If you happen to watch instructional videos on whatever it might be, fixing a car, making a birdhouse, or making a chair, 
we're only seeing the final edited version. When they probably filmed it, there was a lot of mistakes that they had to correct because it didn't work out on the first try or maybe even the second try. Remind yourself as you're working to get better that it gradually improves. Now there are times where it just clicks right away and everything falls into place, but that seems pretty rare. When you can embrace the process of things take time, it makes handling frustration that you experience so much more manageable. It might be helpful when you're taking in a lot of information to simplify it in a form where you can act instead of trying to overthink every little thing. Focus on one thing at a time to where it just sticks before moving on to something else. So don't just practice it until you get it right, but practice it until you can't get it wrong, where that muscle memory just takes over. If you ever found yourself really excited after you just made a breakthrough in that frustration that you're struggling with, that same excitement can cloud us from remembering, how exactly did I do that? So then we forget all the fundamental things that it took to make it happen, and then we gotta start all over again instead of building on what was learned. In the beginning, when you're applying that information in a practical sense, it's gonna be lumpy where you're not in rhythm and it might seem like sometimes you miss, sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss, 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 and then you hit. Just keep consistently at it and eventually you're gonna find the rhythm that works for you. Just like riding a bike or throwing a ball or learning how to write, all these things in the beginning requires focus where you look at the results or even the process and it just looks very sloppy. Avoid feeling bad and just know that it means you're willing to stick with it. It takes time to refine things where you're getting the hang of it, where in the moment it might seem like you're not making progress, but being able to just withstand that uncomfortableness and look towards tomorrow where you tell yourself, I will be better, or saying, I know where I improved today. It might even help to write down specifics of what you're going through so that self-doubt you might be experiencing or that frustration that you're going through is less overwhelming to help you evaluate things to get you in that solution mode. So you might say, I'm not good at this because I'm not understanding a specific part of the process. And then when you read it back to yourself, it's going to help you see what exactly is preventing you from catching on. And the more that you're able to do this, and the days go on, you can reflect back on day one to day three two, three, four, and five, and you're going to see a noticeable difference where maybe from day two to three, you made significant change or significant progress, but from day one to two, it was very small. But what is small does not mean it's insignificant. Those small steps are enough to get that momentum going where you can build on it. Just like anything, in the beginning, we're not that good at it, and in fact, we may be terrible at it. We shouldn't let what's hard stop us from doing it. We should come to embrace what's hard because that comes with experiencing frustration. Make it a point to instead of saying how easy things are, start to say how difficult it is because now your mind's going to be more focused on what's difficult and you'll gravitate towards it instead of looking for what is easy. A common thing that we say when we take on a new task, trying to evaluate if we can do it or not, is how easy it is relative to our abilities. This could be picking up a new subject matter such as finances 
well, maybe I'm not very strong at it. Instead of me saying how easy it is, I should be saying, you know what? Learning about finances is going to be difficult, but I'm committed to learning it because it's going to serve me well so I can have a greater understanding of managing my money. As you come to say how difficult things are, tie it with an outcome that's going to help you get through it. In this case, me trying to gain more financial knowledge is going to help me have financial freedom or more access to money to do what I want with my time later on. This is going to keep me going in those difficult and frustrating times to continue to acquire that information. Always have a reason for why you do something makes your desire to pursue it even stronger. Do the hard things until it no longer becomes hard. Where the progress is, it becomes a little less difficult and a little less difficult. Instead of saying, it's getting easier and easier. As we work to gain more knowledge, things don't get easier. Instead, the work gets harder, but it means getting better. Just because things become hard does not mean you should be running away. It's an opportunity to rise up to be better for it. And what prepares us to be able to handle getting better is getting stronger, where we stress ourselves enough that it builds us up further. Setbacks are part of the process, where some days it seems like we're not getting any traction, but that continuous effort of striving to be better eventually sets in motion certain things that triggers progress. And then there's going to be some days where you're making really good progress, and then you have a day or two of setbacks in between. That's not the time to get discouraged but the time to reevaluate what happened. Maybe you need to slow it down and get back to the fundamentals, or maybe you just need to get your focus aligned where you might be missing out on specific advanced information that's needed. Frustration is a natural emotion that we all experience, and it is up to each one of us to figure out how we're going to use it to our advantage. Are we going to give into it and give up in our pursuit of what we're aiming for? Or are we going to use it as a motivator to see what knowledge is needed to overcome this wall that we're hitting right now? Figure out what mistakes or what you need to do better for the next time. See how you can practically apply the knowledge that you gain so you can build on that momentum. Be accountable to yourself by taking that initiative to find what it is you need. The information is not going to come and find you. So it's on you to figure out what you need and how you're going to get it. And if you're unable to find it, Keep searching because eventually you will. Let's not let emotions get in the way where it's easy for frustration to really settle in and say, I've looked everywhere, but I can't find what I need. Or I searched all day long. But really come to ask yourself, did I look everywhere? Did I really search all day long? Sometimes in our heads, we make things bigger than what they are. Just because we haven't made the progress that we intended to in a day, in a week, or in a month, doesn't mean that's the end of it. It just means that you have to find a way where it pushes you past your limits. So you got to ask yourself if you're willing to stretch beyond it. These difficult moments are just an opportunity to test how willing we are. Have the patience to be able to stick with things as you'll better be able to manage that frustration from taking over. Knowledge truly is power, so make it a priority to gain more. Let's have the patience to work to gain that power. Well, I really hope you all enjoyed this podcast. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development resource to help you strengthen and condition your mind so you can thrive. All right, until next time.